0: Hello and welcome to Surrounding Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, Stop Expecting These Three Things From Others. We will discuss why we shouldn't be expecting external validation, belief from others, and for other people to understand you. Instead, we discuss why it's important for our internal validation, our self-belief, and for us to understand ourselves internally, to override those external sources. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. I'm recording on a Sunday morning. We... Went out to some friends last night for Jess's birthday, and we stayed up a bit later than normal, and uh, that led to a a nice sleep-in this morning, which is a rare occurrence for myself, and I'm actually battling some internal thoughts of, you know, oh, how could you sleep that late, and now look how late it is in the day, and you know, you had this, this, and this to get done. So I'm, I'm working on shutting down that mind chatter right now, and just accepting that we had a great night, you know, this, this doesn't happen all the time and, and it was good and it was fun and we had a great time, so accepting that. But it's just interesting how um, our habits start to take us over and uh, control the thoughts that we have. So those thoughts are not benefiting me right now and I'm actively working on changing them and redirecting them to, hey, we had an amazing night, this was a special occurrence, and you're fine, you know, we're here, we're recording a podcast, and there's nothing nothing wrong with any of that. So that's kind of my morning and how it's going, and I'm excited to be recording another episode today. And today's episode is called Stop Expecting These Three Things from Other People. So sometimes when we're expecting things from other people, we tend to use a lot of our energy and And we give our power away because we're putting focus on things that we can't necessarily control. And the three topics that I really want to focus on today, I mean, there's probably multiple things we should uh, stop expecting from others, but the three that I really want to hone in on today are stop expecting um, validation from others. Stop expecting people to believe in you and stop expecting people to understand you. So if we're expecting these things from others, we're utilizing energy and giving our power away. Our emotions will be based on the actions or words of other people. That's what we call reacting to life. We're not taking control. We're giving our power away. We're seeking validation or belief from other people or others to understand us when we might not even understand ourselves, when we might not have belief in ourselves, or we might not even be validating our own lives. So to start, we'll start with stop expecting validation. And this is something almost every person does. We ex- we're looking for validation from others, and it's because it gets rooted at such a young age. When we're young kids, we're always seeking the validation, the recognition and acceptance from our parents growing up. When we're young kids, everything we do, we're looking to our parents most of the time. Hey, did I do a good job? Am I a good kid? Am I a good boy? You know, did you see that? Did you did you watch my sports game? You know, we're always seeking that validation from our parents. And if we don't learn to pivot that and, and seek our own validation, that carries on through the rest of our life. You know, we go from an infant and a child to seeking our parents' validation to going to school and seeking validation from maybe teachers or friends. And now growing up in today's society where we're just bombarded with social media and different platforms, we're constantly seeking that validation from other people, whether it's a like or how many followers we have on, on social platforms. And it's a very dangerous, slippery slope. And if we value external validation more, then we can end up spending our life trying to impress or please other people rather than our own internal needs. And even worse, they c- this can be a large contributor to anxiety, depression, and even low self-esteem. We can also become addicted to other people's praise, acceptance, and acknowledgements. Um, and clearly, that is a dangerous route to go down and 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 we can see how when we rely on that validation and we don't get it it does make us feel shitty it does make us feel a bit depressed it gives us anxiety if we're not getting those likes you know and and we're not feeling good about ourselves we need to start to learn how to harness our own praise our own validation so we can make ourselves feel good on a continual basis and i could speak to um, you know, I could speak to this because I, as a kid, I fell in that same trap. I was not necessarily a trap, but it's just kind of how it works. I was always getting validation more so from my mom. Um, she would always validate me she would always tell me how good I, I was doing or whatever. And, and you know, that carried on. And then I went to school and, and I tried to fit in, I tried to do everything I could to fit in. I wanted to be liked. I didn't want to be excluded. And again, I'm seeking that validation to fit in. I'm not living congruently to my inner self. I'm just trying to 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 get by and fit in and be popular. Um, and I valued other people's opinions uh, probably more than I valued my own. And I was seeking their validation. And then that validation leaked into my relationship with Jess. You know, I was expecting valid for her to validate me, but in reality, I needed to be harnessing that within myself. And that was kind of a a paradigm I had to to change and just have the awareness of what was going on. So I could take control of my life. So how do we generate self validation? First, we need to realize what's going on and have the awareness of hey, am I am I always seeking other people's validation? Do I like when I feel good, is that because other people are telling me I'm doing good, or is it because I know I'm doing the right things in my life? And and this is this is a a simple concept, you know. We always talk about awareness and having the awareness on it all, but it's, you know, it really is the first step to many, many transformations and any change. We need to understand what's going on here. So really take a deep dive look at your life and you know, our Are you seeking that validation from other people or are you validating yourself? So having that awareness. Second step could be um, write out all of your abilities, skills, talents, admirable qualities to validate yourself for all the good that's in you. You are enough as you are. And many times we you know, we brush our talents and skills off. We don't think that they're necessarily a talent or a skill. We just say, oh no, like that's, you know, it's not as good as this person or whatever. But even for myself, I found myself, I was like, oh, I don't even know what my talents are. You know, like (laughs) I didn't even know what I was good at. I just didn't take the time to even analyze that, um, what my skills and abilities and talents are when I really dove down and looked, hey, you know, like, being a passionate person and enthusiastic, you know, those are, those are talents, those are skills. And, uh, just, just simple things like that. So taking the time to, to analyze so we could validate our own abilities so we could take action on that. Um, a third step could be challenge yourself with your goals and push yourself to validate your internal goals. So again, if we're, if we're just coasting by and posting pictures or whatever to seek validation, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't please anything internally. Um, but if, if we're challenging ourselves and we're creating goals and we're achieving those, we are going to feel a really great sense of accomplishment when we do those things and we can validate our own selves. We don't need to expect that from other people. Uh, a fourth, Fourth step could be take a break from social media. Um, this will cut off daily comparisons to others and take off stress and of making a a post. You know, we get caught up in comparison, we get caught up in that validation, but like it's it's like quitting cold turkey, you know, if we're going to quit smoking and you stop using cigarettes every day you know you're going to take a break from that and you're going to have to realize how to navigate life without those cigarettes and it's the same concept you know if you break off the social media whether it's a week whether it's a month whatever you choose to do you're going to have to learn how to navigate life without that validation or without receiving something from other people but looking within and the fifth step could be do not ask for validation seek internal praise internal recognition be proud of yourself most of my actions whether it's going to the gym or waking up early on on the weekend and doing work behind the scenes reading all the books and taking in all the content so i can learn to be the best at my the best that i can possibly be when no one's watching i feel proud of myself i'm validating myself no one else is seeing this no one else is seeing the behind the scenes work that i'm doing except me and that makes me proud and that gives me a better sense of internal validation no one else is giving that to me and it's very powerful and it's i i can create that and i can generate it myself and another you know, and and just going against the grain. It's it's good practice to go against the grain. When I got on social media, I was always resistant to get on social media. I still don't post a lot, but the posts that I do make kind of go against the grain, especially of how I used to be. You know, I'm a bit vulnerable and I, I tie in emotions and what would be considered a bit more soft posts and talk about my feelings and stuff. You know, that's not necessarily what what everyone resonates with, but it's what resonates with me. So being congruent to my values and being congruent to my inner life um, for my own validation, not for the validation of other people, not making a post necessarily to what's gonna please the most people, but what's going to please yourself. So that was number one. To And, and, and that's not to say that, um, you know, validation from others is bad or wrong it just cannot override our internal validation if our validation from other people is more you know we seek that more than our own internal validation that's when there's an issue but receiving validation from other people can make you know give us that um knowing that we're on the right track or can give us some motivation or some inspiration, it isn't a bad thing. It just can't overpower our own internal validation. So these three concepts, uh, validation, belief, and for people to understand you, those aren't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't not seek those at all. It's just, we can't expect them and we can't expect those to override our internal validation, beliefs, and understandings of ourselves. So the second one is stop expecting people to believe in you. And again, having people believing in you is not a bad thing. That's actually a really great thing. But we can't just expect people to believe in us without doing something. So believing in yourself and focusing on your actions will produce other people's belief in you not simply expecting people to believe in you. You have to earn it, you have to work for it. Improve yourself to a level that people have no reason to doubt you and no reason not to believe in you. So how to improve your self-belief. I truly believe the best way to amplify your self-belief is by doing things you say you'll do. Create a great relationship with yourself to your word your word needs to mean more than it does to other people creating that self-relationship try to have control over your mind chatter to support your actions so when we're trying to do difficult things and we're trying to do you know re- reach a goal or do things that we said we would do the thing that's going to stop us the most is our mind chatter our thoughts and we got to remember the formula uh, our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, and our actions will drive, will, will manifest our results. So if we can't control our thoughts and we're having negative thoughts all the time, that's gonna, that's gonna drive how we feel. We're gonna feel down. We're gonna feel like we can't do it. And because we feel crappy about it, we're not gonna be able to take the necessary actions. And if we don't take the actions, we're clearly not gonna create new results. But creating new results is what in turn creates and will, will really drive that internal belief. So self-belief is necessary to surrender our average life, to achieve new results, and self-belief is a main pillar for this. If you don't believe in yourself, you're relying on luck or chance or just hope that things are gonna go your way. If we can't believe in ourselves, how are we gonna create those new thoughts? and then feel better and feel motivated or inspired to take new actions. And then those actions are what's going to create the new results. So self-belief will enable us to achieve personal development because we'll, we'll have the belief that we could change old patterns, the belief that we can do new things and create new results in our life self-belief will enable success success that we don't currently have it'll enable us to inspire other people because we believe in ourselves if we can't believe in ourselves how are we going to inspire other people to do something it unlocks our creativity and it, it it will enable better overall health it'll it'll create less stress and give us more control on our thoughts. And if we have more control on our thoughts, we're gonna have less stressful, low energy thoughts. And again, there's a big difference in expecting others to believe in you and cultivating your own self-belief. So we need to we need to take action and, and do the things we say we're going to do. That is the number one way to generate self-belief. So, some tips on how to follow through on this are again self-analyze. What are your strengths? Know what you're good at and be prepared to leverage them. Also, be aware, um, be aware of what you're not necessarily good at. What are your weaknesses? And understand you might need to improve in some areas of your life. And having that awareness on what we're good and what we're bad on you know instead of just being naive to that or I can figure it out or I'm good at it and I don't need to put in any work or you know not really leveraging your strengths can really put a hindrance on on this self-belief of yours and when going after a goal learn to contain the negative mind chatter as mentioned this will stop the, the negative mind chatter will stop you in your tracks And this is a learned skill a learned skill to manipulate our thoughts and it's practice it's have the awareness and practice to redirect the thoughts there's nothing else there's you know there's no real shortcut to being able to change our thoughts other than the awareness and practice Practice reframing situations. Practice reframing circumstances. If a circumstance comes and we have a thought about it, how can we change that thought about it? Oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And now all of a sudden your your thoughts take you down a negative spiral or that negative circumstance happens and you just say, ooh, okay, here we are, this sucks. How are we gonna get out of this? What can I learn from it? You know, it's just all a simple reframe step and we can, we have the power to change our thoughts. It's actually pretty incredible. Um, and we need to focus on the basics. You know, don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. It, if we're telling ourselves we, you know, we're trying to hold ourselves accountable to our word and we have a big goal or we have a big vision that we're trying to accomplish. Focus on the basics and focus on the, the small steps. Zoom in to learning that about that first step and taking action on that first step. We can't look at the big picture. It's fun and exciting to always look at the big picture and, and think, oh, it's going to be so nice when we achieve this. And, oh, that, that goal will be so nice to, to accomplish. But we really need to break it down and really zoom in to what's that first step? Where can I put all my focus and energy on for that first step so we don't get overwhelmed? Because then we'll just stop. And again, start small. We need to gain momentum. So don't profess these huge goals if you haven't even accomplished a small goal. If, if you have difficulty keeping your word to yourself, we need to start small. Or else we're just never going to believe in it. And it's just going to be an overwhelming feeling of, oh my gosh, this is a huge mountain to climb. I don't know if I can do it. So starting small and gaining momentum on those small, um, small tasks or keeping your word to yourself about small things is really important here. And don't compare your goals or tasks to other people, you know, and that kind of coincides with starting small, you know, just whether that's even making your bed in the morning, simple things to hold yourself accountable. Create that bond within yourself. What your mean, what your words mean to you should matter and that will generate belief and celebrate your victories and success on the way so you want to continue and push yourself even more. And completing tasks and goals is the best way to generate self-belief. So again, it's not a bad thing for people to have belief in you. It's actually an amazing thing. But we just can't expect that. We have to earn that. And the best way to earn that is to believe in yourself. And believing in yourself is accomplished by completing tasks, doing what you said you would do. So the third one is stop expecting people to understand you. And again, having people who understand you is an amazing, beautiful thing. But we can't just expect that because that is going to create some turbulence. We can't expect people to understand us. We need to learn the skill of being able to articulate our emotions and what's going on internally. Expecting other people to understand us, especially a significant other, can lead to frustrations, arguments, disappointments, um, or just in general a disturbance to our emotions. You know, how can you not, how can you not understand me? You know, why don't you get me? And it just gets really frustrating and really alters our emotions and creates some instability. But it's our responsibility to first understand ourselves on a deeper level before we can expect others to understand us. So some questions to help you understand yourself would be, what are your triggers? You know, why do you have those? if we don't even understand when or why we're getting triggered and we're just reacting all the time and not even being aware of this, that's, that's a danger. We're not understanding ourselves. We don't know what's going on. All we know is we're always grumpy or we're always mean or we're always getting triggered, but we need to understand why is that a sensitive area? Why am I getting triggered here? And really understand that for ourselves. Uh, what drives your emotions? What makes you happy and sad and why? You know, there's a way to break this down if we look at it. Why am I happy when I always do this? Why am I sad when I'm always doing this? And we, we can break that down to, to understand, oh, this is important to me. Oh, that makes me happy because, you know, that's a core value of mine. But normally we don't take account for, we don't really care or analyze what, you know, why we're happy. We just feel good. So awesome. And same thing when we're sad. We need to understand what drives our emotions um what are the barriers or struggles in your life and why are those barriers and struggles what are our values beliefs drivers and motivators and what are your goals in life what's meaningful to you but understanding why they are not just i have a goal i want to be rich because my life will be easier why you know break that down keep asking yourself why you know, eight, nine, ten times on that question till you get to the root of it. But it's necessary to understand what's driving our machine. You know, why are we doing all these things? Why do we get triggered? Why am I so emotional during this this moment, you know, these occurrences in my life? Why are these things so difficult? Why are these barriers here? Why are these struggles here? What are my values? What are my beliefs? You know, and what are my goals in life? We need to ask ourselves this to fully understand ourselves on a deeper level before we can expect other people to do this and understand us. And if we can't articulate these things to ourselves, how on earth can we expect somebody else to know these things? So, an example is. Um, we get triggered and might escalate a conversation or dialogue because somebody hits a sensitive soft spot and all of a sudden we're getting amped up or we feel, we feel crappy. Um, but they even know, um, that it's a sensitive spot. Does that person who was talking to you or, or having this dialogue, do they know that it's a sensitive spot? Um, and do you even fully know like usually that that's what we're talking about. We just react without having the understanding of what's happening. And myself, I'm an extremely sensitive person, and my defense mechanism to that sensitivity um, and to not be affected by that was to shut down emotionally and become cold and rigid and just bottle everything up. I would just shut down and not respond and just be a very cold person. And I was expecting other people to understand me and to not trigger me when i didn't even understand myself i didn't even know why that was triggering me i just thought i was this grumpy person who would come home from work cold you know i didn't even know what the heck was going on <laughs> i was just like well i don't have energy after work you know i'm i'm not in a happy mood i don't want to i don't want to have these talks when i'm when i'm home from work and i didn't take the time to analyze reflect understand what the heck was going on here <laughs> you know it was just my defense mechanism protecting me of that sensitive person, you know, for some reason, my ego didn't want to show that side to other people. So it defended me by just putting on the shield of this stoic shield of being cold and grumpy and emotionally shut down. But I had no idea what the heck was going on, why that was happening. I just thought that was me. So if that kind of resonates with you, not necessarily exactly in the grumpy way, but if we just find ourselves real acting a certain way at certain times there's most definitely something behind the curtain you know once we start to peel the layers to understand ourselves then we can articulate that to other people so they can have that understanding and now you can both navigate a lot more fluently um, through your day-to-day so how do we begin to understand ourselves well we need to go on an internal journey we need to, a good, a good way could be to find common sensitive areas or frequent trigger points because usually it boils, like I was having those frequent trigger points, you know, that would trigger me to being this grumpy, closed off emotionally person and, and, and that's where I put my focus on and had to really start diving down, okay, why am I like this, you know, what, this doesn't feel good when I'm like this, how do I want to feel and I had to really break it down and, and then I, after a lot of self-work and, and reading and um, implementing tools, I, I understood that I was actually a very sensitive person, that I was just, you know, had this defense mechanism protecting that, and that's how it manifested. So find those freak, those sensitive areas that are a frequent trigger point and really dive in on those and really start to explore what could be the cause of that. And once you find the cause of that, it would be very helpful to begin a daily practice that you do alone, some self-reflection, whether that's journaling or meditating or just reflecting on what's going on and trying to discover that. But this needs to be a daily practice that happens continually so you can really understand yourself and really break that down. And it could also be beneficial to talk it out and discuss this with other people who know you very well. If you, Sometimes we can't even pinpoint our triggers or we, we're not even aware of them. So talking to a loved one or someone who knows you really well can definitely help to point you in the right direction or, hey, you know, I noticed that you're very, you, you know, you shut down in these moments or that you're very, you seem very upset when, when these circumstances tend to happen and, and talk that out with somebody who knows you very well. Or, or um, one that I truly believe in would be to get a coach. You know, a coach is somebody who will help you gain new awareness and insights about the difficulties, struggles, or goals that you're trying to achieve, and helps you have the ins- the, the new insights and awareness. And helps you create a game plan to move you forward and potentially get you out of a rut or to, to help you excel in an area of your life. Or to help you understand yourself emotionally. So it's not that, again, it's not that the responsibility of other people, it's not the responsibility of other people to understand you. It's our responsibility to understand ourselves so we can articulate that to other people And now, once they have the awareness of what's going on, all of a sudden it gets a heck of a lot easier to navigate life. So, in summary, it's time to take charge. Harness your power and to become the creator in your life. Stop expecting these three things from others, but understand these aren't bad, but These expectations cannot override our internal validation, our self-belief and self-understanding. To make a difference in the world or to simply improve our current position in life, we must take ownership, minimize these exterior expectations and begin to cultivate your internal wisdom and knowledge to expect more of yourself. You are important. You are worthy. And you are enough to believe, validate, and understand yourself. Begin to do this and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.